0: Welcome to the Bayview Glen Church livestream. A few years ago, our elders and senior staff got together and spent more than a year writing one sentence. Seriously, wordsmithing, praying, crafting, drafting, throwing away, starting again for one sentence. You wanna know what that sentence was? We worked together so that everyone everywhere can experience God's love and His created purpose through Jesus. It's our mission statement. It's the very uh, declaration of why we exist. And we don't just have that so we can put it on our website or so we can put it on a wall of our church. It defines the very core of who we are, not just what we do, who we are. We work together so that everyone everywhere can experience God's love and His created purpose through Jesus. Can I highlight one little piece of that for you today? It's that phrase, everyone, everywhere. What that means for us at Bayview Glen is no matter what color you are, no matter what your background is, no matter what your sexuality is, what your age is, what your religious affiliation is, Everyone, everywhere is made in the image of God and has intrinsic value because of that. More specifically for our world today, what that means for us at Bayview Glen is that racism isn't just wrong, although it is categorically, but it strikes against the very core of who we are and what Jesus has called us to be. We abhor it. We stand against it. We hate it. That's what that means for us, everyone, everywhere. If you're like me, you may be struggling a little bit in terms of how to respond to what's going on in the world today. I'll just tell you, it hits pretty close to home to me for two reasons. One, I'm American. This is going on in my country of origin. Number two, I have black kids. Both of my children are adopted. Many of you know that, some of you might not. And they are wonderful. And I can't imagine the day where I'm gonna have to sit down with my 22 month old and explain to Him what went on in 2020. As I prayed and discerned over the last couple of days and kind of in my own journey with God on this thing, there are five things that have kind of come to the surface for me in terms of a response. And I wanted to offer them to you today in terms of a response to what's happening in our world. The first thing is this, Be angry. Whoa, did you have a pastor tell you to be angry just now? Yes, you did. You know why? Because in Ephesians 4, verse 26, the apostle Paul tells us all, be angry but in your anger do not sin, so be angry. Do you think when Jesus was driving the money changers out of the temple because they were abusing the oppressed, he was going, excuse me, but would you please get out of here? No, he was angry. Anger is not wrong, it's simply an emotion, it's morally neutral. Feel it, don't squash it, don't suppress it, don't hide it, don't ignore it. Anger at injustice in our world today is right. Number two, In your anger, do not sin, so you gotta channel your anger. You gotta channel it. You can't let anger be the driver right now. It can be a great passenger. We've talked about this before. Emotions are great passengers, they're horrible drivers. Don't let anger be your driver, let it be your passenger. Let it be something that informs your actions but does not drive and control your actions. Be angry, but in your anger don't sin. Number three, pray, pray. The Bible promises us, God himself promises us, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, then I will heal their land. Does our land not need healing right now? Not just the United States, but what's going on now here in Canada and across our world, we need healing. We need it desperately. And we call on the Lord of healing for it. Prayer should not be our second action. It should be our first action. Prayer should not be something we do before we act. Prayer should be the action itself. It changes things. It moves the hand of God. So be angry. Don't let your anger drive you. Pray, number four, act decisively in opposition to the racism that you see and observe in your world. You know, there was a time for me when I thought it was enough that I would tell myself and tell others, I'm not racist, I'm not racist. Look, I'm growing, I'm growing, but, but I really believe that to my core. You know what? I was wrong about this one statement. I thought it was enough. It's not, it's not enough. We need to act decisively against that. You know what? And I don't know what that means for you and your world. I know a little bit of what it means for me and my world but act decisively, speak out, speak for the oppressed and ostracized, speak for those who have been shoved to the side because of the color of their skin. Let's work together in this and act decisively against this injustice that we see in our world. And finally, number five, I would just ask you, who's at your table? And I mean that quite literally. Who's at your dinner table? Who's at your coffee table? Who's at your lunch table when we go back to work? Who's in your Zoom rooms? Just last night I had the opportunity to get together with the men in my life group and two of those men are Jamaican background, black Canadians and I was able to hear their perspective. I will never walk a day in their shoes but they helped me understand just a little bit more and I was so grateful for their wisdom and insight. I'm so grateful that they are at my table. I would ask you, who's at yours? Who are you learning from that looks different from you? It's from a different background. Let's work together to see the world from one another's shoes. Those are the five encouragements I would have for you today. We're gonna start off our live stream a little differently today than we typically would. And it's with 30 seconds of a black screen. Just a black screen. It's an opportunity to pray for healing in our world to pray for those who are impacted, to pray that God's kingdom would come and his will would be done here on earth, just as it is in heaven. And After that 30 seconds, we'll begin our service together. I would encourage you to take this 30 seconds and pray. Well, thank you so much for praying with us today, for being with us today. We just have a great service in store. We're doing baptisms today. Can you believe that? We are so excited about the transformational work that God has done in the lives of these three individuals. And we are so excited about the transformation that they can bring in our world through Jesus. We are excited. Gosh, I can't think of a more appropriate song for us to sing right now as we get kicked off today in worship. It's called, Call Upon the Lord. He alone is strong enough to save. Let's call upon the Lord together.
1: We need no other hiding place. I'll be safe within your name. Yes, we know. This we know You promised never to forsake What you began you will sustain This we know This we know And I will call upon the Lord For He alone A song in earth to say Oh, rise Your shackles are no more For Jesus Christ has broken every chain All of the heavens and the earth Announce the fullness of your word This we know this yes, we know, and every enemy will flee as we declare Your victory. As yes, we know, it's yes, we know. every stronghold. Freedom is ours when you call his name. Jesus' name above every other. All have the power of Jesus' name. Jesus' name will break every stronghold.
2: Dave, everything's different now. This is unbelievable. It's, it's Baptism Sunday, and we're doing baptisms on Zoom. Homeboy has a selfie stick in one of these baptisms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this, is, this is like the best day ever. And, and we, we, we have a friend, Andy Notice, who is transitioning off of staff, and we mm-hmm. always gift uh, pastors uh, as they transition off staff, we give them a gift, and, and here we are having to do that on Zoom, too. Exactly. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy here, time. Here, here's, here's the great news, that, that we're celebrating a couple of things, uh, people just taking the next step in their journey uh, with Jesus. And one of them is our friend Andy Noti, says he and Christine and Coco uh, kind of take the next step in what God is calling them to do and head out to B.C., Um, and then we've got three people that we're baptizing today that took their next step in in their journey with Jesus. And so, um, here we are trying to honor Andy because we love him and, uh, we're having to do it on zoom. So where are you right now, Dave, right? That's, that's the critical question.
3: I am in my car out in front of Andy's house watching, uh, people load stuff into his pod as he gets ready to move.
2: Yeah. Okay, cool. And so we're, uh, we're going we're gonna to drop off a gift to him. Dave, do you want to, spoiler alert, let's, let's show the gift, what we got Andy, as he transitions off of staff.
3: Yeah. Well, I mean, we all know that, uh, you know, budgets are tight, and so we can't afford, like, the, uh, the private jet to fly Andy back and forth. So, yep. uh, we, we got him something that, uh, you know, we hope
2: will we'll, uh, <laughs> end him of us
3: and uh, remind like him Lego, that he needs to, A Lego was that, Star
2: Wars plane. That, that's right. That's right.
3: Yeah, remind, remind him that, that he needs to come back and visit. Uh, this is the hyperdrive uh, version, so he can jump into light speed, you know, with, with this bad boy here. What did so, it
2: cost for hyperdrive? Like an extra $1.50?
3: Uh, well, it was uh, Walmart, so it was 97 cents. It was discounted. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's awesome. Well, here, here's the deal, uh, and we'll tell Andy this in a minute, that the, the Star Wars plane uh, actually represents an Air Canada gift card that we got him so he can come back and visit his boys Micah and aiden uh, and and we just want to gift him as a church so thanks for your generosity. It allows us to do that as a church and and just tell him thank you so much for your time on staff and then after we do this uh, we're transitioning into baptism so stay put Dave uh, well don't stay put go yeah. go go drop that gift off and then come back and then and then we're going to get Andy on the call all right. It's just a picture of him now. Until he's until he starts his video. How do you how do you start the video?
4: It's
2: a beautiful picture, though. Whoa! There we go. Whoa! All right. You and <laughs> you and Dave uh, are not going to the same barber, apparently. <laughs> okay. Okay. A couple things, Andy. Uh, as a church, and I will speak as a representative of B.V. Glen. We love you. We are grateful for you and the time that you spent. At Bayview and we don't want to take up a ton of your time today um, because we know that you're packing and getting ready when does your, your flight actually leaves Saturday
4: Saturday morning yeah
2: yeah and Christine's excited to start her new job and actually you're starting a new job in a, in a it like in, in August what what is your new role
4: uh, I'm gonna be a family pastor
2: huh huh yeah seems like it's in your wheelhouse
4: yeah I think I know how to do that maybe
2: <laughs> so you absolutely know how to do that man <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Andy, listen, we love you. We're excited for you, but we, we also uh, want to just tell you that and, and left a gift at your doorstep. So go out to your doorstep and, uh, and pick up the gift.
4: Okay. I think my wife just brought it to me because she's awesome.
2: Yeah. Ooh. Yes, yes. <laughs> we got you a Lego Star Wars plane. And Lego Star
4: Wars plane. That, the Y-Wing. Yeah, it's a wing
2: that represents uh, an Air Canada gift card that is coming your oh, way oh. in in your email. So uh, we figured that you needed to be able to get back here uh, anytime you darn well please. Which Dave, how much was that? <laughs> this is a funny part. How much was that Lego plane? Uh, fourteen bucks. Okay, so funny enough. An Air Canada gift card of any denomination right now is probably worth less than that plane is. <laughs> but we're hoping we're hoping that at some point uh, they they start to rock and roll again. And uh, we just wanted you to be able to pull a trigger whenever you wanted, come back and see Micah and Aiden especially, and come back and see us. Uh, we love you. We're proud of you. Go back to packing. Do you want to say anything right. to our church family, buddy?
4: Uh, first of all, thank you. That was a, that's, I, I couldn't imagine a better present, a better gift. Uh, so thank you so much for that. Uh, that's very thoughtful. Um,
2: is, is it the, is it the Lego plane or the gift card? Which one are you talking about?
4: Oh yeah. There's a gift card too, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
4: but yeah, me and Coco will have fun with this. Uh, but yeah, the gift card, absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, and yeah. And to my baby family, um, I love you guys. Uh, I've had a fantastic time being able to uh, pastor you uh, and minister uh, to you on behalf of your kids and your youth and your family. It's been one of the best ministry experiences that I've had. Um, And so uh, I will see you again uh, now that I have the means to do that. Uh, (laughs) And so I love you, and I pray that God will continue to use you um, uh, in our community uh, and uh, in Toronto as a whole. So thank you, guys. I love you. And I will see you again, I promise. Mm.
2: And I can speak both professionally and personally, buddy, because you have blessed my family and uh, Kaya and Canaan. You actually dedicated both of those kids, didn't you? Mm-hmm. You yeah. did. And, uh, and, and you have loved us well. And, and I know I'm speaking for Dave, too, um, when, when I say that. You have loved and shepherded and pastored us well. And we're excited for your next step. And we'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you, guys. Love you. All right, buddy. Have a great day. So, listen, that, that's a good dude there. And that's a, yeah. and he's, a, he's a great pastor, and we will miss him, but we are so excited for hit the next step and the next leg of, of his journey and stepping out in obedience as these guys head out to BC. And then we've got three uh, folks today that that took their next step as well. And, man, is this the mo- most unique baptism you've ever uh, well, officiate? Is that what they call it? Officiate a baptism? Preside over? Is this the most unique one?
3: Uh, Yes, yes, it definitely is. (laughs) You know, but the really cool thing about it is, um, and, uh, you know, like, with the pandemic hitting and us being able to use Zoom and get in touch with people all around the world, we were able to get onto our Zoom calls people from uh, around the world that had been impactful in the lives of those who are being baptized today. So, so there, there's a blessing in, inside of all of this. So I'm really
2: looking forward to uh, celebrating with everyone with that. Yeah, somebody even dialed in from Africa for one of these, right? Right. That's right. Yeah, Zimbabwe. Absolutely. Zimbabwe, yeah. So, so here's the deal. Here's some instructions when it comes to baptism. I'm saying this to everybody who's watching. Uh, first is baptism is an external representation of an internal reality, that we have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer us who live but Christ uh, lives in us and we are resurrected to new life in him and the life we live. Now we live in faith in the son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. So nothing magic about the water, nothing magic about the bathtubs that these guys are being baptized in today in their own bath in their own bathtubs. Um, But there is something really special about this sacrament and uh, this step in their journey, a public uh, declaration of faith. Uh, the, The second thing I would tell you is as a church family, here's what we do at baptisms. When people come up out of the water, we hoot and holler and go crazy and cheer. And so that's what we're gonna do today uh, from your own home, your living room, your, you know, wherever you're at. And you'll see those people and hear those people do that on Zoom as well. Uh, forgive the, the quality of, of the video here. We're doing this thing on Zoom. We're doing, uh, we're doing baptisms on Zoom. But, but the, the quality of the video, um, does not match the quality of the life transformation, mm-hmm. right? These guys uh, have experienced such an unbelievable transformation in their, uh, in their lives, and, and that's what baptism rep- represents. So what we're going to do is hear a story, then we're going to watch a baptism, and then we're going to respond with a song. And we're going to do that three times as we kind of lean in and, and listen to these stories and celebrate with these folks their baptisms today. Dave, anything else you want to say? Nope, I think you got it all. (laughs) All right, man. Let's hit it. Let's
5: baptize the boys. Let's do it. I was raised in a very religious Muslim family. My parents were very loving and taught me to follow the beliefs and practices of Islam. I was very devout in my practices, like praying five times a day, fasting the entire Ramadan, and reading Quran. When I turned to 18, I decided to continue my higher education in another country, India. In 2010, the last year of my education, a friend invited me to his home to study for our business statistics exam. As we were studying, we started to talk about God and our personal beliefs. I told him about uh, stories in Quran, but my friend told me that the real stories are different from what what is written in the Bible. So I said, how do you know that? He said, I read them in the Bible. I tried not to listen to him and I tried to convince him that he is wrong and the Quran cannot be wrong. So then my friend continued to explain the message of the Bible, the gospel, the sin and uh, why we need Jesus. So I realized that his definition of sin uh, is totally different from what I learned as a Muslim. And the God is more compassionate than I ever could imagine. So then my friend started to pray wow. and I was impressed with how he prayed. It was very different and interesting to me. And you know, that day I left his home on the way back home, I started to go- talked to God and uh, said uh, I cannot believe that my entire beliefs are wrong because I learned them from the most trusted people in my life like my mother and my dad so uh, that night I was feeling very good and also confused according to my beliefs Jesus was only a prophet but my friend believed that Jesus is God so I had never prayed to Jesus before but as I prayed to him I experienced a feeling of calm and peace. Uh, the next time I met with my friend and I asked him that you talk more about Jesus Then he started to read Bibles for me and he said are you ready to accept Jesus as your Savior? I said he, yes and we prayed. I was so happy and felt so light. Uh, you know I had Uh, Always I've been afraid of God punishment because of the struggle with sin. I I was not being able to resist doing what I knew was wrong. Uh, But Jesus was so kind and gentle and revealed that my relationship with God is so close that I can call Him Father. Uh, The next three weeks, uh, you know, I used to go to His place or we met some other places. And he started teaching me how the, uh, the, the basic um, uh, beliefs of Christianity. He taught me how to read the Bible and he said that you should start from the New Testament. So after some time, my friend moved to another country and uh, I was alone. Uh, you know, and sometimes I get weak in my faith. But I said, no, I should keep in reading the Bible. So I started reading the Bible. And I kept my communication over internet with my friend. And uh, you know, my faith kept growing more and more as I learned more about Jesus and growing my relationship with Him. Uh, I hope my life can reflect Jesus to the world.
3: Well, here we are with Arsum, and uh, on the call with Arsum today is his friend. Uh... Mahiar, and if you were able to listen to Arson's story, Mahiar was the friend that he mentioned that actually brought him to Jesus and uh, Mahiar is tuning in from Zimbabwe. So this is one of the great things about the pandemic is that it's actually given us opportunities to get uh, people from all over the world that are important to us in terms of our developing our spirituality On. Uh, uh, on these important events with us. And with Arsum is his sister and brother-in-law. so we're really excited to have everybody here together to celebrate with Arsum as he is uh, about to take this step of, of commitment to Christ. So So Arsum, upon your confession of, upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I now baptize you or we now baptize you collectively in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.
6: Hey hey oh. <laughs>
2: Yeah Awesome
7: Well done boy <laughs> oh.
1: See? on the side Open up my me who you are and say
7: My name is Kevin, and I've been coming to Baby Glen every Sunday for roughly four years now. Prior to Baby Glen, I'd rarely gone to church except for the occasional time. I was born in an agnostic family as an only child, where I was brought up with the mindset that as long as you were kind hearted, worked hard, and lived earnestly, you would go on to have a successful and happy life. It wasn't that our family didn't believe in God, more of the fact that from our perspective, He has never treated our family very well. For myself, when I was younger, I was frequently bullied and called extremely hurtful names. Because of this, I lacked self-confidence, had to frequently move schools, and often questioned my existence. At that point in my life, I truly despised God. I remember having several outbursts where I would look up into the sky and shout, Why God? Why is this so difficult? Why is my life like this? What did I ever do to deserve this? Because of my painful childhood experiences, they all attributed to who I am today. A quiet and reserved individual, someone who cares deeply about preserving and putting effort into each one of his relationships, whether it's a family member or a close friend, and someone who takes nothing for granted and prides himself in putting in more work than anyone else around him. Following these principles, my life was at an all-time high. However, when my relationship with my girlfriend broke apart and ended, I was devastated and fell into the As mentioned before, as someone who cared deeply about relationships, I blamed myself every day and it really tore me apart. But as if the Holy Spirit had taken possession of my body and mind, as a friend of mine who I knew went to church, they could take me with them. Because at that moment, I really, really wanted to pray and uh, talk to God. That time was the first time I sincerely prayed and felt God's warmth, and embraced as if telling me that everything will be okay, just trust trust in me. Fast forward to last year, at this point in time, my relationship with God had become much stronger. However, um, I still had many burning questions concerning God that I was uh, unsure about, and I wasn't sure who to ask. Luckily, I was introduced to an Alpha group hosted downtown close to where I was working. For the majority of my life, I always had the impression that in order to get baptized, in addition to accepting Jesus Christ as your Savior, you had to know everything about the Bible and God's Word as well. However, being in the same room as people who were at different points in their relationship with God, but had the same question as me, made me think differently. Something that resonated with me. To this day, although it may sound silly, is something that one of the Alpha group leaders told me. Getting baptized is like getting into a relationship. You wouldn't know everything about that girl before you date them. You would only know them better once you are committed to each other and you start growing together in that relationship. I always thought that I needed that crazy moment that you always hear about, but I did get that. I realized that throughout my life, God had always been there for me and had loved me. I just, He just knew I had to go through what I had to in the beginning to become who I am today. It was just that I didn't notice it at the time, or I chose to ignore it. Now I don't want anyone anymore. Uh, I want to continue to develop my relationship with God and continue my journey with Christ.
3: Well, Kevin, we're so glad to be able to celebrate this moment with you. You know, on this call today, we have uh, some of your friends, Harry and Becky and Joanne, who have been instrumental in your journey uh, in following Jesus to get you to this point uh, that you've gotten today, to this point where you're, you're getting uh, ready to be baptized. We're, we know this is a bit unconventional. Uh, in terms of what we're doing today, but uh, like, uh, like you said uh, during our classes, that you didn't want anything to kind of get in the way of taking the step of you following Jesus. And so, like I've already said, we're just so excited to be able to celebrate this moment with you today, Kevin. So, I'm going to say the words, Kevin, and then we're going to go through... And we're going to baptize and Harry and Becky and Joanne, if you guys want to take yourselves off mute, because when Kevin comes back up out of the water, I just want us to be able to do the whole, woo woo, yay, and and, uh, celebrate that with him. All right. So you guys go ahead and take yourself off mute. And Kevin, upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we now together baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Yeah! (laughs) Right on. Thanks, Kevin. That was awesome. Congratulations. So glad that you're part of our Baby Blood family.
1: You unravel me with a melody.
6: Even though I grew up with Christian parents who were supportive, my journey with God has not always been easy. From a young age, I knew that I was different from the people around me. Even though I thought I was a good person, I had many experiences of being bullied, taken advantage of, and not having many friends. As I grew more angry and cynical of those around me, I tried to find my value and my talents and my accomplishments. However, once I realized that these things couldn't create a future for me, I began to ask myself, do I really believe in Jesus? I really wanted to believe and follow him, but as I got exposed to so many different ideas and worldviews, many of which contradicted the gospel, I tried seeking out the gospel more and it always led me back to Christ. As I began determining what my future would be like, this created a lot of anxiety within me. However, after a lot of struggles and disappointments, every time I tried intentionally connecting with God, I was reminded by Him that things are going to be okay. When I first moved to Toronto last year, I began attending Bayview Glen and I immediately realized that I was not just to come every Sunday and fill up a spot in the pew, but to serve and grow God's kingdom. While in the past, I felt that being a good person and following the rules was enough, and oftentimes I was afraid of putting myself out there, I feel that this community has really compelled me to not just disciple others, but to also be discipled as well. Recently, as there have become more uncertainties to my future, I feel that God has given me second chances in a lot of ways. And as I navigate all these uncertainties, learning how to trust and obey in Him, I want to demonstrate to my faith family that Jesus is the main character of my life. And by giving him my best, I know that he will navigate me for the rest of my journey.
3: We're on the uh, on a call here with Nathan. He is down in the bottom, I guess my right hand corner, and uh, we're going to be baptizing here, Nathan here in a moment. We have on the call all people, all these people who have been important in his life in terms of uh, contributing to his spirituality to get him to the point where he is right now. And so uh, we have. Uh, his life group is on the call with us. We have some friends, uh, some of his friends that are on the call with us. And then we also have his family from way out in uh, Winnipeg joining us on, uh, on this zoom call to witness and to celebrate uh, Nathan's baptism. So Nathan is all ready to go. His mom is there. She's going to be baptizing him. And so Nathan, upon your confession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we now collectively baptize you in the name of the father and of the son, and of the Holy Spirit.
4: Yeah!
1: Congratulations. Right. Father of kindness, you with poured out grace. You brought me out of darkness. Fill me with peace. I give her mercy. or my help in time. Baby,
0: Well, how fun was that? Gosh, baptisms on Zoom, that was amazing. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Hey, one of the things that we like to do at Bayview Glen Church is gift a departing pastor. And the way that we do that is by giving financially. If you'd like to do that, since we can't pass the offering plates right now, you can use the email me.com and make an e-transfer. at me.com and just thank him and Christine and Coco for their time at Bayview Glen. Make the password thank you with an exclamation point. Capital T, capital Y, thank you with an exclamation point. Those gifts are not tax deductible, just so you know, because they are personal gifts, but I would encourage you to be generous to Andy as we thank him for his time on staff at Bayview Glen. I'm so glad that we closed the service with that song I'm praying that that's what you experience this week. You experience God's yes to his promises in your life. Have a great Sunday. See you next week. Bye.